Bush and Richie here with your daily takeaway. As you're about to hear in this show, this is not a spoiler alert, Richie's off to watch the football on his own this evening. Mm-hmm. So going go and watch an Arsenal game on his own. I kind of just say I 100% endorse this. I know some people might be a bit weird about going to watch stuff on your own, whether it's cinema, theatre or whatever. There's nothing better than watching football on your own. I can't wait. It's the best thing. Can't wait. Not having to chat with anyone about it. Uh, just, just, just me, just sat there. It's me and the team. That's that's who I'm going with. It's the other. It's the ele- it's the eleven, isn't it? Just it's you me. and Mikel. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You, a couple of years ago, um, obviously the games are, are, are um, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium uh, in the next week or so. Uh, I went to watch the NFL, but I managed to get a ticket last minute. But I went on my own. Mm. So obviously football's kind of quite a short. Pressurised yeah. thing, but I was there like, three or four hours. I don't think I said any. I said any words, <laughs> but it was glorious. The other thing about it is, um, is obviously you're not just there on your own. You're eating and drinking on your own. Oh, it's gonna be bliss. So you know, no one sees the the, the football muck that you buy. No one sees the drinks that you might consume before and half time. I'm seeing you now in uh, what we will describe in this show as your full Arsenal tracksuit <laughs> that you're about to hear about. But I'm seeing you tall, single table for yourself. One and a half, like, plasticky, squeezy pint glasses of whatever the lager they do yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eating a burger out of a tinfoil wrapper and some, like, extra chips. And being so, so happy. Oh, I'm so jealous. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Good to have you come, Yoles. I just want to start uh, tonight's Home Time show with an admission. Uh, take accountability, if you like. I put my hand in the air and say that I am a massive coward. Uh, you know, I've been giving it large over the years on this show about... I don't, it's not a title I put on LinkedIn, but Mr True Crime. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and you know I like true crime I'm interested in it bought magazines about it kind of a bit weird but that's just how I am but I've met my match I absolutely bottled it the other night I've had to stop watching the Netflix drama Dharma because uh, it's scaring me too much. If there's one thing to check out of, I don't think there's any shame in that one being too much for you. I know, but I, I, what does this mean for me? This is quite bad. I've never had to turn anything off before. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and I can't find the right time or place to watch it. So my other half, Katie, doesn't want to watch any gruesome stuff at all, ever. Right. So I can't watch it with her. I've been trying to watch it on the train home, but there's so many awful things in it, if you know anything about Jeffrey Dahmer, that I can't have someone, you know, a businessman, <laughs> going <laughs> home to Bath. Over your shoulder. Looking over my shoulder at that. I can't watch it last thing before I go to bed, because it has given me nightmares. So I've had to just turn it off mm. for me for me best interest. And I thought, it's quite reverse for me as a human being. Do you it's know what not mean? very you. It's like, a, it's like if you're scared of flying and you decide, I'm not going to get on that plane. That, that That's a huge sliding doors moment for the rest of your life. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's going to happen again. Yeah. Do you well, know what you, I mean? You won't be getting on another plane. Going to start crying at adverts. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because it's a bit spooky. I've got Halloween coming up. What's going to happen to me? <laughs> so I thought, let's try and put this towards some good. I just wanted to ask everyone the question, what thing have you had to turn off because it scared you? Uh, Radio Sean Keaveney has tweeted me back saying the heating, which I think could be the best comment of 2022 so far. But have you ever had to like turn anything off? You think I can't watch any more of this? this early days, much. very early days. This is how different you and I are. Uh, primary school. Do you remember back in the day there was that uh, show called The Boy from Space? Oh, uh, <laughs> terrifying! Just terrible. Terrifying. It's kind of one that you watched in the classroom. Television wheeled in on the big stand, and the teacher put the telly on, and you watched this drama. It gave me such nightmares. That thing. My mum had to write a letter to the primary school saying, when that's on, can Richie be excused from class? I had to sit out in the corridor while it was on. It gave me too many nightmares. thing is, though, you need, that's unresolved. Same with, like, me and the Dharma programme. It's out there. You, know, you need to face your fears in life. Do you it's know what I mean? It's been out there for about 35 <laughs> years now, so I could now maybe watch it as an adult and see if it still scares it's me. It's always lurking on uh, on YouTube, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, so look, have a little think about it. Is there something you've had to turn off? And it doesn't have to be, like, horror stuff. Uh, Pete says, countless Merseyside derbies, which I can get with as well. Or <laughs> well, the things are starting to turn. Uh, someone's tweeted me saying, Bush, if you're scared of Dharma, then you're not a 
true, true crime buff. They've toned down some of the actual stuff. You're a lightweight. I'm getting dissed now by the actual uh, fraternity. The true crime uh, forums are taking out on me. A bit different from Dharma. This tweet says, Bagpuss, hated it ever since I watched it as a child. Oh, yes. When my kids were young and they started getting into it, they gave me a warning. I had to leave the room. It's the little little mice that used to come out. They are creepy with their song. I reckon they'd go all over your face and try and take your eyes. (laughs) Uh, Chimp says, he's had to turn off Mamma Mia. Can get with that. Paul says, he's had to turn off the new Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> Getting people to delve back into quite painful memories uh, this evening on the show. This text says, eight years old, double operation on my knees for cysts, sleeping on the sofa because I couldn't make the stairs. Older brother watched Psycho, scarred for life. Asking you what you've had to turn off because it scared you or it's not good for you. I've had to stop watching Dharma on Netflix because it's freaking me out so much. Now, Michelle's tweeted. She says, I know this isn't quite the same, but my husband watched The Exorcist with his mate as he'd not seen it and ended up having to walk him home as he was too scared to go home on his own. Sometimes it just gets to you, doesn't it? Just gets to you. Uh, We've got Leslie on the line. Leslie, what did you have to switch off? It was Zelda from the Terrorhawks. <laughs> now, Zelda from Terrorhawks, uh, she does pop up a lot in pictures and everything as well. Like, what did she do? I always worry, wonder about that programme. What was Zelda? Was she, like, head of the baddies? She was, yes. And she had so, a kind of uh, nightgown on. That was the scariest thing. She had, like, a night nightgown on. She was like someone who got out of, like, a retirement home accidentally or something. Do you know what I mean? I know. She had a very wrinkly face. <laughs> I mean, looking at it now, 1983 Terrorhawks came out. With the way technology has changed, do you think with a bit of Botox, uh, Zelda would be as scary? Bit of a lift? I think a bit of a lift. <laughs> I think a bit of a lift. She'd be fine. A nice tracksuit. I think she'd be OK, wouldn't she? <laughs> Maybe. On yesterday's show, we were talking about my brand-new VIP wheelie bin. Some quality content for you right there. A lot of you did get in touch uh, in the intervening periods suggesting that I should have got a, by rights, a bin sticker from the Dave Berry Breakfast mm. Show. Uh, we get in today, we fire up the home time answer phone. We've only got a message from the man himself. Listen to this. Hey, Bush. Hey, Richie. It's Dave here. I hope you're both well. Bush, I could hear the distant banging of wheelie bin lids like a really rubbish rendition of the musical Stomp. But it pricked up my ears, so I took to social media immediately. I knew something had happened. I knew something in the bin world had changed. And that was when I saw that you, my friend, had become a VIP. Now, when it comes to your new wheelie bin for the garden waste, let me just say... (whistles) Now, as you're probably fully aware, the world of Twitter is demanding that you place my face on your wheelie bin. So even though it is normally just reserved for those early birds who tune into the breakfast show between 6am and 7am, I would like to offer you a Dave Berry bin sticker to make you the talk of Leon C. No, stop. You're welcome. Wow. What a lucky boy. I'm in the club. You are. I'm in the club. I love him so much. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show back on your radio tomorrow morning when you wake up. What have you had to switch off because it scares you? Danny Wright says Liverpool away at Napoli. Alison says Cape Fear. The one with Robert De Niro in it. The way he says Councillor gives me the shivers. And JJ says... Resmog. <laughs> Fair play. Uh, Matisse says Watership Down. Uh, all the way. Terrible film. Couldn't watch it as a child. Still can't watch it now. Gives Whoa. me nightmares. <laughs> uh, Jamie Nee, what have you had to switch off? Um, anything with Jimmy Nail in it. <laughs> What's wrong with Jimmy Nail? How's Jimmy Nail frightened you? I used to have nightmares about him when I was younger. <laughs> uh, so, was this from Alfie Design Pet? Or are we talking the Crocodile Shoes era? Um, anything. He Including was... Tony Adams, who looks like him. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. Tony, t- I, I can see Rodney from Only Fools and Horses in, in Tony Adams. I can't I see Jimmy that. Nail. Yeah, I love Only Fools and Horses. 
Wow, so you got this quite a blanket effect here. The ripple out effect of, of your Jimmy Nail fear is affecting other people who just look like him a little bit. Yeah. You know, we talked earlier on on the show about facing your fears. Is there anything you can do to overcome your... Uh, there's, there's probably a, some form of a term for this, nailism or whatever. Um, I don't know, but my friends and family now send me random pictures of him. Wow. So um, he just pops up. UK TV Gold <laughs> might have some kind of therapy programme. So if we were to play yeah. you a, a little bit of Crocodile Shoes right now, for example. Crocodile Shoes. Crocodile Shoes. How's that feeling? <laughs> Any good? No, it will get stuck in my head. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. The show that's got a radio station for every decade, and right now, it's time to jump through time. Bush and Richie through the decades. With Tesco Mobile. For one final time in this series, one of you could be winning £1,000 as we take you through the decades. Can you answer a question from each of the Absolute Radio Decade stations to win? On the line, our final contestant, like I say, of this series is Dave. How are you doing, Dave? Hi, Bush. Very well, thank you, Phil. Well, good, man. How, uh, what have you been up to today? I'm at work all day today. I work for a materials handling company down in Evesham. Materials handling company? That sounds a bit sus, doesn't it? But what materials do you handle? Gold bullion. Uh, uh, yeah, not, not quite. Powders and granules for the food and pharmaceutical industry. All right, yeah. so you could regularly... If you took your work home, you could have bags of powders in your boot. That'd be a nightmare for getting stopped, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. No comment. (laughs) (laughs) No, exactly. No comment. Uh, Dave, here are the rules. They're much the same as they always have been, uh, despite the fact this is the last one for now. Seven questions, one from each of our sister stations. Absolute Radio 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, 10s and the present day. You'll have 60 seconds on the clock to get all seven correct. You can't pass on a question, and when the time is up, the game ends. That all makes sense? It certainly does. Where are you going to start, Dave? Which decade? Uh, let's go with the 60s. Right. Right. Like it. Good luck. Through the decades. 60s. Which children's TV characters ate green soups supplied by the Soup Dragon? Which children's television characters ate green soups supplied by the Soup Dragon? Dragon. 1960s. Uh, uh, it's been remade. And it's just as creepy. That's <laughs> creepy, isn't it? Think out of space. Uh, the clang is yes. it? Yes. Oh, there you go. 70s. Okay. Changes, Starman and Suffragette City are all 70s singles by which Brixton-born singer? Uh, Changes... Starman. Bowie, David Bowie. Yes. yes, 80s. In 1998, the fruit-flavoured sweets, Opal Fruits, changed the name to what? Starburst. Yes. yes. 90s. Bayside High was the school for which 90s American teen sitcom? What was the name, sorry? Oh. Uh, ironically, you weren't Saved by the Bell. You're trapped oh, in the 90s. Oh, no. Well, not a bad place to be, I guess. Congratulations. You've made it home in time for tea. Joy, get yourself a Nirvana T-shirt and a cardigan. Get yourself down to some good gigs because the music's not the same anymore. That's it, yeah. I'll dig out some of my old gig T-shirts. Oh, what what band would Dave of the 90s been going to see then, If now that you're trapped in the 90s? Uh, it would have been. It would have been probably South 
Let's Summer Justin, Carter USM. Impeccable taste. That sort of thing. <laughs> Love it. Great. We've got plenty of time to listen to it. No winner today and uh, no winner to go out uh, on our final for the moment through the decades. We return on Monday, though, uh, with Lecky Lucky Numbers. And don't forget, you can still play through the decades. Get yourself ship shape for when it comes back uh, on your Amazon smart speaker. All you need to do is turn to it and say, open the Through the Decades game. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Someone else in this studio is very excitable right now, thinking that money is coming their way. Do you want to explain yourself? Well, Richie went uh, offered to make a round of teas for us yeah. mid-song. Obviously, we, we are concentrating when the songs are on, mm-hmm. but that was a moment to go make a cup of tea. He's come back in, he's given me a cup of tea, and he would not believe what's on the top of my tea... Uh, loads of bubbles, which I believe in the world of good luck means the abundance of something, a.k.a. money. It was such a big reaction you had. I, mean, I gave you a choice of the, the two mugs because one I felt was a little bit milky, the other I felt the tide was out a little bit. I thought, well, you can choose between the less of the two evils. And you were so excited. You were like, oh, I'll have this one because this one will bring me money because it's got bubbles on top. And I'm like, what? Do you know what? Because it, it is the milky one. Normally, if that was no bubbles on top of that, I'd have gone for the other one. Exactly. But I do believe... Uh, bubbles on your tea means you're going to come into some money. And I, I'm quite, you know, partial to a bit of a scratch card on the way down to the train station. <laughs> this is a superstition uh, of good luck that I've never heard, but I'll fully embrace. I wonder whether it's sort of equally... I'm going to the football after the show tonight. Yeah. I mean, is it specifically money or is it just sort of fortune and good things come in someone's way? Well, Because I, I made the tea. Well, this is it. You're the tea maker. Yeah. I mean, it's an abundance of something, but then, you know... Uh, that could be money, but like I wouldn't want an abundance of like crows. That's like, that'd be awful, wouldn't it? So, Equally, an abundance of goals. If I'm trying to sort of like stretch this some way as to which way the good luck's going to go, we're playing some Norwegian outfit tonight that I've never heard of. Maybe it could be that. Go on, what's the name of the team Arsenal playing tonight? Sounds like a b- bounty hunter from Star Wars. <laughs> Bodo Glimt. Fantastic, Bodo Glimt. <laughs> but um, again, it could be. I, I've got a feeling that that is the universe's way of telling us one wow. way or the other either I'm going to come into some money on a scratch card or you're going to come home from you know the game tonight absolutely riding high the only one that I will pay any attention to and I don't even believe in it is the magpie thing I salute them for uh, good luck well I mean I used to I mean I, I know how to do tarot cards I do tarot cards <laughs> I, wow I, like, I'm I learning so much about you tonight yeah, do you know what I mean I, I used to do them at university for my housemates and stuff I, I don't think it like predicts the future like uh, tales of the unexpected no but I think it's quite good when you've got Images down in front of you, and you can like use it as a mirror into your how you're feeling, your wow. soul. If there is some <laughs> kind of good luck little thing that you follow, tell us what it is. Uh, a development on the bubbles that appeared in the top of your tea. Uh, in some parts of Britain, it is believed that if there are bubbles floating in your tea after it's poured from a pot, yes. it's an indication there is some money coming your way. The more the bubbles the more riches. I feel bad for you because uh, you were excited as well because you thought maybe this might, might mean a goal fest in the Arsenal game yeah. you're going to this evening, yeah. but sadly that's it's, not looking the case. No, it's just money, isn't it? Well, there's, someone, there's another bit of info here that says apparently if the bubbles... Who'd have thought there's so much intel about bubbles on your tea? <laughs> if the bubbles are near the edge of your cup, it means romance and kisses. Well, I, don't, I wouldn't sound too excited because <laughs> they, were, they were like a volcano <laughs> in the centre of yours, my friend. It was quite clear. <laughs> so I'm going to be loaded. Uh, obviously, you are going to the match tonight. Yes. Um, I'm going to have to go back to my old tradition. As a kid, I first went to Arsenal, 87, uh, and as you walked along uh, past this parade of shops, there was a big ceramic butcher uh-huh. outside a butcher's shop. I used to tap him on the tummy, and he was there for about about 20 years before he just disappeared, early, naughty, uh, early noughties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that, that coincided with great times. I'd, every game, 
tap him on the stomach as I walk by with me dad. Was it was the ceramic butcher responsible for the Invincibles? <laughs> he may it well have been, be. and then he went and we went rubbish. Can we borrow him? <laughs> where is he? Dig him out of the warehouse. I literally don't know where he is. All right, producer Adam. Jessica Fletcher from Murder, She Wrote over there, typing away. He has the world's noisiest keyboard. You really have got a noisy Hammering keyboard. Away, Never like seen anything like it. Press office over there. Uh, but hey, it doesn't matter. He can be as noisy as he wants because one of us is coming into the money with the bubbles on the top of his tea. Bush is very excited. I'm so excited about it. It does mean, I believe, that I'm going to come into a bit of money. We've been talking about you know ways of getting good luck on the show this evening. Paul has messaged us to say that he avoids bad luck by uh, avoiding putting his radio volume level on an odd number. I can get with that. Don't want it on 13, do you? Uh, Sarah's hanging on. You got a message for Bush with his bubbly tea? Yeah, there's no luck. It's just half-ass washing up. Oh, come on. So, I mean, there's me thinking, what am I going to spend the money on, all this kind of thing? Can I enter Make Me a Winner? That kind of thing. And you're, you're saying, Sarah, that it's not the case. It's not good luck. No, it's just laziness. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. I made that. I made that. I I walked down two floors to get those cups and I rinsed them out. It was certainly not laziness, Sarah. There was no swilling whatsoever with those cups. Okay, so now I feel like Richie's served me a bit of muck here. It's gone from riches to muck. Sarah, in all honesty, have you got like a little thing that you do to to bring good luck if you ever need luck in a situation? No. Is there such thing as good luck? Wow, what a deep question that is. That is deep, isn't it? It is. Good luck on entering Make Me a Winner. I've <laughs> <laughs> been talking about good luck and that. Carla says, I know lots of people think this, but I've always thought that seeing yellow cars is lucky. Uh, I'll have to look out for some of them on the way to football tonight then instead. Hang around as best you can. Just get a couple of yellow cars in, go straight in for the game. Uh, National Poetry Day today. We want to finish the show in prose this evening, so do keep your uh, home time poems coming. I thought I'd write one myself. This will be interesting. When you go home, stick the radio on. The Bush and Ritchie show an audio pantheon. Whoa. People say it's a hoot, found only on absolute radio. There you go. <laughs> I think now that we've set the bar as low as we possibly can, <laughs> you'll be pleasantly surprised later on. Keep them coming in. This is Bush and Ritchie's Daily Takeaway. It's a Thursday night, which means it's time for Film Club. If you've ever had one of those nightmare moments where you can't decide what to watch, all you need to do is get in touch with us. We tell our brilliant audience, the listeners, what the kind of angle of the film is. And hey, Presto, you've got loads of suggestions. Uh, big, big, big one tonight. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk is uh, how you email us and uh, tell us what's going on, what your needs are. Uh, Claire's emailed, Hey, uh, my husband, Luke, and I have moved into our new house today. Ooh. Uh, it is our first night in our new home. We're surrounded by boxes and haven't unpacked much, but we have an iPad and we can watch something. So what film should be the first film we watch in our new house? House. So we're after some movies about houses, about homes. If, like, a house or a building is the focal point of a movie you want to hear about it, I'm going to chuck in, although these two are not going to want to watch it tonight because it'll scare the <laughs> living daylights out of them, The Shining. Oh. All about the creepy Overlook Hotel, uh, the, the Stanley Kubrick movie, yeah. Jack Nicholson, and it's still one of the scariest films of all time. I'm going to go Tom Hanks. I'm going to go Tom Hanks, but once again, actually, on reflection, this may not be what you'd want to watch in the in the first night in a new house, and that is the money pit. Is that where his house falls apart? <laughs> one word, one word uh, synopsis: a young couple struggles to repair a hopelessly dilapidated house. Oh dear. It's not maybe the start. They're not going to sleep well, Claire and Luke, at this rate. Uh, so look, I'm not sure we've helped much, but you can, because that's how this works. I do apologise. It was remiss of me not to mention earlier on when we were talking about Richie, who's off to go and see Arsenal play a team called Bo. 
Dodo Goblin or whatever in the uh, <laughs> Europa League thingy tonight. Uh, that you're you're going to the game, and we'll get on with the film club in just a second. But I think the audience needs to know that you're going to the game wearing a full kit. I'm not wearing full kit. You've got a Arsenal tracksuit on. It's not full kit. That is full kit. It's not full kit. You've this, got this tracky is... bottoms with Arsenal on it. It's got a badge on it. Arsenal on it, yeah, and then a, and a tracky tracky top. Yeah, this is leisure wear. This is not the. Uh, 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 you're stretch. I know what you're trying to do. I know there is another term which has got another word after it after the full kit. I know what you're doing. You've got a little waistcoat, not a waistcoat, it's like not a, a waistcoat, <laughs> like a what do you call it? A it's gilet. A, it's a gilet. Do you know what you look like? You look like someone that had offered to mind your car for three quid <laughs> on an away game. That's what you look like. I just wanted to put it out there. Could fall out in the next forty nine minutes. Just uh, stick with the rest of the show. See okay. how it goes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Film Club is... If follow us now? on Twitter, at Absolute Radio. We'll put a photo up. People, they can decide for themselves. Can't say fair on that. Oh, yeah, brilliant. Great. Uh, we're after <laughs> your films about homes and houses this evening. Uh, Claire and Luke um, oh, yeah. are moving into uh, a new place. First night in it tonight. What film should they watch? I- I'm going to chuck another one in. Sleeping with the Enemy. Do you remember that film with... Yes. Uh, Rebecca de Mornier. Is it? Is it? No, uh, Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts, that's it, yeah. And then the fella in it turned up in EastEnders not that long ago. Rebecca de Mornier, Hand That Rocked the Cradle. Still kind of similar vibes. But <laughs> the, the, the house in it was really iconic, right on the beach and everything as well. And if you've watched the reboot, there's like a new Invisible Man thing that was a couple of years old. Similar kind of house thing going on. You and on. I are both having an awful night with names tonight. This is terrible, it's like Absolutely my parents. Absolutely terrible. What's his name, the fella that's here? <laughs> you know, was it the one that was in Dad's Army? Oh, what's his name? Like Tom says, gents, surely we need to be looking at Beetlejuice. Family moves into new home, which just happens to be haunted. No one said that Claire and Luke's place is haunted, by the way. Again, we are getting into dark territory. Uh, Tom says, could only be better if it was the end of the month rather than now. Jamie Weir from Sky Sports News has tweeted the fo- back to the photo that we've put up of you wearing your full Arsenal kit ahead of the uh, game this evening mm-hmm. with three letters in block capitals. We won't go into what they are. It just says FKW. I wonder what Jamie means. I wonder. <laughs> Have a look for yourselves. Please, what they've done. Yeah, it's, it's getting better. <laughs> the comments are fantastic. Let us concentrate on the Home Time Film Club. What if you win big tonight wearing that? You're going to have to wear it every single time you go. You can watch I, it. I would do, yeah. Because my lucky, me lucky outfit. Uh, a film, please, for Claire and Luke. That's the business of the day right now. First night in a new house. Uh, Chris, your movie? So I was going to suggest Mouse Hunt, but which had um, Nathan Lane and Lee Evans in it. I dread to think, because Richie always has a little check, I dread to think what the internet movie database rating of this is. Uh, I'll tell you, six and a half out of ten. Well, that's actually better than I thought. Fair enough. What happens? Is it it the film version of the the board game Mouse Hunt? Mouse Trap? Uh, No, I think it just had the same name, but it was basically the end of inheriting a house and trying to get rid of a mouse so they can successfully sell it. The two inheritors are determined to rid their antique house of a mouse who is equally determined to stay where he is. It sounds awful. Do you know what, though? It sounds like there's a Rowan Atkinson programme on Netflix about him and a bee. Yes, there is, isn't there? And that sounds terrible. But we we watched it, it's good. I remember it as a kid and I, I thought it was good, but I've not seen it as an adult, but yeah. It's a comedy, so might make the make it better for the first night. Well, yeah, do you know what? We've had a lot of people suggesting scary stuff, so maybe this is just the tonic. Yeah, definitely. We end the show with poetry tonight. It's National Poetry Day, so we need to make a suggestion very soon to Claire and Luke, who are spending their first night in a new home when they need a house movie on the Hometime Film Club. Right, let's go to the phones. Anthony, time for one quick suggestion. What's it going to be? It's Pacific Heights with Michael Keaton. Now, this is one of my favourite films of all time. He plays a nightmare tenant that they yes. can't get out of the flat. It's good, Definitely. isn't it? 
fantastic, absolutely brilliant. It's just, oh, he's like the, the nightmare from hell, isn't he? It's just unbelievable. But a fantastic performance. What a film. Absolutely brilliant film. In fact, I, I think the, the people who own the flat hear like bad noises coming yeah, from it yeah, and then he, and he answers yeah. the door with like a welding mask on and I think if you've got a tenant that's the last thing you think you need them to be wearing when they answer the door <laughs> yeah definitely yeah definitely gentlemen yeah, you're well, both very passionate about this movie but I hate to break it to you it's got a worse internet movie database rating than Mouse Hunt get out of town really 6 point f- brilliant as well 6.4 <laughs> he's happy with anything 6.4 out of 10 unbelievable 6.4 <laughs> really oh mate oh, don't, believe, don't believe him don't believe him been trying to decide upon a movie for Claire and Luke who've just moved into a new house. Uh, they want a uh, a movie that's got a house or something in it. Markin Molden says Last House on the Left. Well, we're not sure exactly where it is on the road, but I don't think that's so important. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, which is why Claire and Luke will be watching... <laughs> They'll be watching Mouse Hunt oh. tonight. Lee Evans and Nathan Lane's movie getting a look out this evening. That's by default, that, isn't it? No, normal Thursday night, National Poetry Day today. We invited you to get in touch with uh, uh, some pros about the Hometime Show. Thank you so much to all the poets out there. Uh, we've got some beauties coming in. Alan from County Antrim uh, in Northern Ireland has penned this. He says, Poem. From the stranglers to T'Pau, they really know how to keep us all smiling, whether driving or tiling. <laughs> Just having a cup of tea, we all love Bush and Richie. I like that. I like very good. Uh, Wayne says there once was a DJ called Firth who got fit and lost some of his girth. He <laughs> teamed up with Bush to give the ratings a push and they both fill our mornings with mirth. We're not on in the morning. Come on, mate, get the basics right. <laughs> uh, Peter says, before I go home and start making dinner, I'm expecting a call to say, make me a winner. Hey. Hey. Radio Rhymes, we love them. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. You referred a couple of times today during the podcast and, and during the show as me wearing the full Arsenal tracksuit. I am not going to the game in the full Arsenal tracksuit. I, I, it it's is, full kit. This is full not, kit. It's not full kit. It's, I, wait, let's, wait, let's see the rest of it. You've got, you've got Arsenal on your leg there in your green tracky bottoms. A subtle badge on the on the, on the the bottom. OK, so that's full kit number one. Now, um, I saw a top somewhere. There is a top and there's a subtle badge on my right breast, yes, so it, as well. Is it part of the same kit? Yes, it is. It's full kit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but there's going to be a puffer over the top. So so like, if that's and, Arsenal, you've gone too far. 